bless those messages and it's good to be leaning on everlasting arms even with the passing of time. I wonder if we could turn to the book of Lamentations chapter 2 and I'm conscious of the passing of time tonight and uh, we're just going to read uh, one verse of scripture just for the sake of time. It's verse 19 of Lamentations chapter 2 and uh, just this one verse we're going to take as a text this evening Lamentations chapter 2 and begin just there at verse 19 it says in God's word arise cry out in the night in the beginning of the watches pour out thine heart like water before the face of the Lord lift up thy hands toward him for the life of thy young children that faint for hunger in the top of every street. And we pray that God will bless the reading of his word to our hearts. Let's just unite in a word of prayer. Our loving God and our gracious Father, we do thank thee for what we have heard uh, this evening. We do thank thee for the praise that has ascended to thee. And we're glad that we do lean on everlasting arms. And we pray that even as we come to contemplate thy word now, just for a few minutes at the end of our meeting, that thou wouldst draw near to our hearts and that thou wouldst bless us indeed. Speak to our hearts, we pray, for it's in Jesus' precious name that we'd ask these things. Amen. Amen. The book of Lamentations was written by the prophet Jeremiah. And as the book says, or the title of the book says, it is a book of lamentation. It is a book where the prophet is down in the dumps. He's in a state of depression. And the reason for that depression is because of the state of the land in which he lives. The uh, land had gone from the halcyon days of David and Solomon and now had descended into idolatry and into sin and God was going to step in. God had been merciful to the people on many occasions but they had turned their back on God's mercy and God now was going to bring them into captivity and indeed already uh, they had seen something of the ravages of the enemy against them and so there is this lamentation that the prophet enters into. But I want you to see that even in the midst of the darkness that seems to be in this book, there is the light that breaks through and there is something of a hope for those that turn to the Lord. And in the words of our text, we find how the prophet says, Arise, cry out in the night, in the beginning of the watches, Pour out thine heart like water before the face of the Lord. Lift up thy hands toward him for the life of thy young children that faint for hunger in the top of every street. And so it was that these people, in the midst of their despair and in the midst of the fact that they were under the ravages of persecution, were urged to cry out unto God in the night watches. And how appropriate it is as we come at this late hour of the night. Uh, it's good advice in the midst of the darkness of our own land. And it's good advice for us in a watch night service 
to arise and cry out in the night in the beginning of the watches. And as we come towards the beginning of a new year, we want to see what the advice of this text is for our hearts very simply. And first of all, I want you to see there's a call that we should hear. He says, arise, cry out in the night. This is a call to waken out of sleep. The word arise there is an interesting word. It was one that has the connotation of establishing yourself, but it is arising in a strong sense. It's not just gradually coming out of sleep or uh, just stretching yourself and yawning, coming out of sleep very gradually. The connotation of the word here is, um, has an aggressive uh, sense to the word. It is coming out of sleep immediately, aggressively. It's kind of, it has a military context to it. It's a dramatic waking, a rising up. And that's what God is uh, saying. He's like the military general calling his troops Get up, uh, call to attention, uh, take up your arms and stand. And this is a dramatic call. It's an alarm that is being sounded here in this portion of Scripture. And we need to hear the alarm. And the alarm is needed because we are in a night of sleep. It indicates here spiritual sleep. There are many that are dead in their trespasses and in their sins Tonight, there are many whose eyes have never been opened. And perhaps I'm speaking to someone here tonight or over the internet, and you are in that spiritual sleep. Uh, we think of the spirit of deep sleep that uh, envelops those that are not saved, that death that is upon the hearts of those that are dead in trespasses and in sin. And if you're in that condition tonight, you need to hear, and you need to hear, heed the alarm. We uh, read about the, uh, and see the awful uh, declension that there is in the land in which we live. A number of years ago, Melanie Phillips, the commentator, uh, writing in the Church of England newspaper, spoke of how, we have produced a me society today, a society of great self selfishness. And she said, there, is definitely, there definitely is a tide of secularism which is carrying all before it. It sees religion as hostile to those val values I've just mentioned, when in fact religion, it is religion that underpins them. And we can see the death that seems to envelop our land. And if you're dead in trespasses and sins tonight, we call you to life, and life is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. But we're not just speaking about death here, we're speaking about God's people in a spiritual sleep. You think of the parable of the ten virgins five were wise and five were foolish. And when the bridegroom came, representing the Lord Jesus. The five foolish virgins had no oil in their lamps. They were sleeping. It says in Romans chapter 13 and verse 11, and knowing the time that it is high time to awake out of sleep, and literally that means get out of bed. And how as God's people today, 
We need to awake out of sleep, see the danger signals that are all around us, and we need to stand for the Lord Jesus Christ in this day in which we live. There was a survey done in the United States a few years ago, and it came to the conclusion that many professing Christians were as bad as the world in their morals. And if that is true in the United States, you can be sure that it is true in Britain as well. And we need to see God's people awake. We need the revival blessing of God in this day. It's a, a, it's a time when there is a, a sleep. It's a night of sleep that is upon us. And there's a need for a rising out of our sleep. But not only is it a night of sleep, it's a night of stillness. Many of the commentators will speak of the uh, time of reflection when we come to this time of the year. And there is that reflection as we sit and we look back on the year that has gone into eternity. And we can thank God for his blessings. But we sit back and we contemplate what we have done. Have we served the Lord with all of our hearts and with all of our souls and with all our minds and strength. It's also a night of suffering, a time for repentance. We are reminded of the church in Smyrna, or Sardis rather, in Revelation chapter 3. And the prophet spoke, or the apostle John spoke about that city. It was a very strong city. It was a proverb in those days about capturing Sardis as something that was absolutely impossible. They felt it was impossible. It was an impregnable city. But because they slept, because they got complacent, and because the guards were sleeping, the enemy came in one day and captured the city. And how it is with God's people today, we need to arise out of sleep. Now, our time is nearly gone here, and we need to uh, uh, usher in the new year but I want you to think about the cry we're to make. We arise out of sleep, but what do we do? We cry. Cry out in the night. And that cry there is an intense thing. It is with all of our hearts. We're to cry to God. We are to come before the face of our God. We are to cry to the God of heaven. And God is a God who answers prayer and answers prayer in abundance. And then look at the concern that we have. Arise, cry out in the night for the children, for those that are perishing. And we need to have a concern for those that are perishing in this day and generation. Oh, that God might give us that concern and as we enter into this new year, and the new year's just come there, we are going to go forward. We're going to awake out of sleep. We're going to arise and cry out to our God that we might see a mighty outpouring of his blessing in this day and generation. Our, the, the new year's just come, and let me be the first to uh, wish you a happy new year. Turn to your neighbor there and you can wish them.
a happy new year. Well, we just close our meeting in a word of prayer, and you can go to the rest of the people that are around about you and wish them a happy new year. But let us arise in these days and cry out to our God, and let's have a concern for those that are in need round about us. Let's just close our meeting in a word of prayer. Our loving God and our gracious Father in heaven, we do thank Thee for Thy mercies to us. And our God, we think of the prophet here and his urging of the people to arise in the night watches and cry to our God. And our Father, we are glad that as we enter into this new year, we're able to come to Thee in the place of prayer and cry to our God. Give us that concern for the children those that are perishing, those that are going down to a lost eternity. O oh God, for our family members, for our loved ones, for our workmates, for our friends that are still in their sin. O oh God, give them the grace to come and cry unto thee. Lord, we do thank thee for bringing us to this year. Make it a year of blessing and make it a year at God's right hand. Now part us in thy fear, and with thy blessing may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide upon thy people, both now and the incoming days. For Jesus' sake, amen. Amen.